Hey everyone and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. So, dang, you know? Dang, it's just, ooh, mmm. It's one of those days, man. Um, wasn't super sore from the rock stuff yesterday. We moved a lot of rocks. I felt the soreness, but I didn't feel it un really until we got back a couple hours ago from an evening scooter ride. We uh, whipped it around the neighborhood. We were looking for um, landscaping inspo, different rock setups. And I, I, mean, I wanna share quickly my, uh, my feelings. So I'm, I don't remember them in order. I don't remember, I can't rattle them off. But there was this thing you learn about in design uh, that are the seven principles of design, I guess. And, and weirdly enough, I think I remember from this like pop quiz, there's like the seven principles of the des of design, but the 11, th you know, what I mean? like there's two things of design, but one of them's the principles and like one of them's the elements or something. Now that being said, there's stuff like repetition, texture, contrast, color, um, yeah, I mean, other ones would be like form. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Again, that's why I don't want to rattle them all off. But you get the, you get the, uh, you get the picture, right? So in how this is relevant to landscaping, okay? What you end up seeing is this blank at first of a lawn. The default has not been white piece of paper, but rather, you know, green grass. And if you think about it, green grass uniformity from edge to edge if you really loved your lawn and wanted your front yard, let's say, not your lawn, but your yard, and you wanted to decorate it, as some people did, we saw tonight, you might love grass, but you'd probably want to juxtapose a sea of grass with some other elements. And that's where we get into these other forms that we've talked about here, those other principles. So... Although there is like a green texture, there's not much repetition, or there's so much repetition it, it creates texture. You know, let's say that. Anyway, I don't, I don't want to dwell too much on this concept, but with rocks, what you too often see are people who aren't design oriented responding to the obligatory lawn by just replacing a sea of texture with another sea of texture, whether that be gravel or rock. And oftentimes when it's rock, for economic reasons, for practicality reasons, all of the above, they end up going with a simple little rock. Pebbles, gravel, it's usually gravel. But what you do also see a lot of is something different scale. You see boulders, you see trees, you see bushes. Those are all a similar large scale. A feature that was super repeated was 
deleting your lawn, replacing it with rocks, but then putting a riverbed or a creek bed feature out of little gravel rocks with like maybe some cobble around the edges. And a boulder, two, or even three stacked at one end of the creek, the top end of the creek or something like that. You know, other things you'd see are uh, whole borders where because of the uniformity of the lawn, when you go to replace the lawn, you're often tempted to say, okay, let's replace the first five feet because that's where the dogs pee, that's where the people walk. So then you get a uniform five-foot barrier around the sidewalk filled in with gravel. Some people realized they didn't like that. We saw some houses where they put uh, literally every two feet a kind of small boulder, kind of large rock, so that it was like jagged teeth coming out of a big bottom jaw, right? That's what it looked like. And I, it's repetitive. They've picked the material. The color is homogenous, but there's just this thing of like that and the riverbed of just like this lack of design, uh, an acknowledgement of one or two of the principles of design, but it, employing them in like a really remedial way. And so let me, what do I mean by this? Well, like you have a corner yard, side yard, and you put a creek bed by it, down it, out of pebbles and some medium rocks. Well, you're activating, you're trying to draw the line up that side yard. But all you're really doing is drawing an eye to a glance to that side yard where you go, oh yeah, they replaced their grass. There's no question that that ever was a real creek. It's not really impressive rocks. At least you go, you go oh, at least they're trying. That's what you, in your mind, you're like, oh, cool, at least they're trying. But it's not like, wow, that looks good. It's, it's that thing of like, an awkward kid's haircut that you're just like, I know, of course it looks terrible, but I don't know how to say how to make it look good. It's not that no one can make it look good. It's just you got to do what the kid asks and the kid doesn't know how to ask for it to look good. And that's what's going on with these people's yards. So it's something you want to be conscious of. And my example of what to do instead of like a, a creek bed is to scale up all the rocks. And I know that's unfortunate because it's like they, they cost money or whatever. I, I don't think your, your majority surface should be gravel. Although we did see a few people who filled in their yard next to the driveway with gravel and then just used it as an extension of their driveway. They just parked on it, which I thought was like fine, honestly. Um... You don't want to have mostly gravel. I think you want to have mostly big cobble. Big cobble, like 6 to 12 inch cobble is what it should be mostly. That's what a river would be like. It's not pebbles. And uh, then you should also have like a handful of boulders. And you position those boulders and the biggest of the cobble in a way that hints at a diagonal away from your house, like by the mailbox, up to your house. Like it creates an arch that someone's like, ooh, big, ooh, bigger, oh, little, oh, like all the way up from the sidewalk to your house. And your house is the biggest rock in a chain of 
you know, occasionally but generally go, uh, increasing sized rocks. So. And I think some people took that literally. It, it recall, like once, I recall one house where they like put a little rock and then a bigger rock and then a bigger rock and then a bigger rock so that it looked like you lined them up from smallest to biggest. I don't mean that either because they're rocks. They're natural. So it's kind of in, inherently unnatural to organize them. Now, every, all of us have been to a waterfall and had that tranquil aesthetic experience of finding all the rocks at a waterfall stacked neatly. Like elves did it. You know what I'm talking about? That's uncanny. Because rocks don't come that way. It's almost creepy. You come across that and you go like, oh, are they still here? <laughs> are they watching from the trees? That's the vibe. And so when you do that with your yard, it's the same, it's the same thing. It's like, you're like, oh, are they watching me from their window? Because their yard is so unnatural. It looks like their yard is like a Halloween. They set up for Halloween. I, there was one house that, like, speaking of Halloween, they made their yard like almost a zombie stitched together front yard where you could tell their priority was clearly plantings, like beds, like garden beds. But they were like, Casey said, it, it's like they asked a kid to do it. And I felt kind of bad. But, and we never say this in front of the house directly, by the way. But, um, it was like they asked a kid, they said, okay, go make, go cover the yard in mulch and then line rocks up as borders to make it into beds. And the kid like just ran random quilted lines across the whole yard in rock. And then the rest of it was mulch with like very sporadic little plants every here and there. So I don't know. There were there was what there were three homes next to each other where it looked like they all went in together and just got like the American world champion rock layers to come out and like dump all the rock in the world on these three houses. Like but I mentioned the one earlier, the one on the outside, they were the ones who did that weirdly repetitive Stonehenge looking like rocks okay. Put a rock every two feet. Centered. That's what they said to their guy. He's like, every two feet? And they were like, yeah. Two feet. And he went out with a tape measure and like literally taped off two feet and then put another rock on a bed of gravel. You know, and you can imagine in your mind, like that doesn't sound beautiful if it's that easy and methodical to it to describe. And I, and how I kind of put it to Casey. I was like, it reminds me of you have a bunch of little kids and you give them macaroni and paper and glue and you say, like, make art. And, like, some kids are going to uh, just make an outline of, like, a face with macaroni. But, like, on the most extreme end of it, like, the most gifted person of macaroni art would do something where, like, the entire paper were covered in macaroni and the placements would create a texture which revealed like a subtle portrait. You know what I mean? Or it was even just representative. That'd be cool. Or non-representative, rather, sorry. If it was just like a crazy pattern, and you're like, whoa, what? You could do that. You could do like a crazy... I've seen yards where all the rocks are like laid smooth. 
and in a row, neatly, like one at a time, little rocks, and that looks crazy. Of course, it's cool. But most of them, it just looks like they couldn't be bothered, and they were like, just rip out of the yard, dump, dump rocks, please. And, and then we actually did find one that was like really close to what we want to do, but it was like a different shaped yard with like different kinds of bushes, and uh, they did like a big section like what we want to do, but then they like thinned it down, like kind of, kind of like uh, like my dad has this, but I would say like a Mexican man's beard, like where they're like a street racing Mexican man, and they like, you know what I mean, like thin it by the back. <laughs> they like it's wide at the goatee and then thin by the back by the ear. That's what they kind of did at this house's the rocks anyway. Hey, I uh, I had a tuna salad fried rice today. That was kind of cool. It was it was exactly how you'd imagine it, but grosser. Didn't taste very great. And uh, we've just been vibing, pruning trees, weed eating, thinking hard, getting on fights on the internet. Man, I can't get over this stuff. It seems like so many of the uh, fandoms from my childhood have become unrecognizable. But I'm just like, who are you? You guys all like that. And I'm speaking specifically on like uh, Joe Rogan and Sam Harris fans. I'm just like, wow, I liked them really early. I liked those people really early in their story arc. And I like do not like them and their crew now as much. Specifically the crews. I'm just like, what? I How can I... Uh, I don't know, you'd think if you, someone told you they were a Sam Harris fan, it would mean something that you also like Sam Harris, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then by the you're like, oh, no, you guys must have all different takes than I have. You totally disagree with what I think. Sometimes. It's hard to tell. Anyway. Hey, thank you very much. Come again tomorrow.